What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shan Tynes. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So welcome back to another week. Definitely, uh, if you have not, go back to our Monday Tuesday episode. So on Monday, we talk about the uh, the Reddit, Reddit, not Reddit, Reddit uh, confirmed hack. Uh, and then on Tuesday, we talk about how two California cities were hit with ransomware in two days, uh, which caused the police to have to go back to uh, handheld radios. And then today's discussion revolves around an article I found um, from the cyber news. It's entitled Russia's cyber attacks against Ukraine decreased. Is cyber war coming to an end? Uh, so I can answer you right off the bat. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. If anything, uh, it's the the new frontier, right? It's the way we do war now is through cyber. Um, before one tank rolls in, there's going to be cyber attacks, right? If I could take you down from remotely, why would I risk casualties and destruction before I before I roll into town? Um, but in this article, uh, it just talks about how um, although Ukraine recorded much fewer attacks in January 2023 than in the same time last year, digital warfare is far from ending, but cyber resilience is improving. Now that I agree upon. Um, we are getting better and better at defending ourselves from attacks because we were getting attacked so frequently. Uh, it goes on to say, um, where is that? It talks about numbers. Here it is. The Computer Emergency Response Team of Ukraine, so CERT UA, investigated around 100 cyber incidents in January 2023, recording two and a half times fewer attacks than last January 2022. Um, so if, if anything, we're just getting better at, uh, at, at I say we, I, I guess I should say um, the coalition is getting better at defeating said attacks and um, mitigating those damages. If, if anything, um, this uh, continued war or conflict uh, is just making everybody better at this craft, right? Um, the attackers are getting better at attacking, the defenders are getting better at defense. Uh, it, it's the same thing that happened with the, the Gulf War into um, the Iraq War. Like you just get better and better at certain types of combat and uh, your effectiveness because you're constantly engaging on that target. So the, the same thing can be said here. Uh, if anything, we're learning so much through these attacks. I'm sure a lot of the partners of Ukraine are, um, also helping to monitor the situation, if not um, just having a seat at the table to learn these tactics, techniques, and procedures prior to a future war conflict. But how do you feel about this, Shannon? Yeah, man, I'm with you on this. Like, it, as soon as I read it, I was the same way. I was like, no, it is it is not decreasing and that they are getting better at it, right? They're just They just got used to it. And exactly as you said, before one tank rolls in, before one missile comes over the border, one plane goes into your airspace, that's exactly what happens is they try to bring those defenses down. And the thing is, I think Ukraine's just gotten good at it. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, this is what you wanted to do. And here's the thing. It's not like Russia is new to it anyway, right? So they've been they've been doing this to Ukraine for years, right? It's not like when this happened last year that they went in there, it was the first time they actually said, Oh, we want to this is the first dealings we're gonna have with Ukraine. No, they've been messing with them for years, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah they they hit Georgia. Like they yeah. they did the whole psyops yep. uh on Georgia before they rode before they rode one tank in. Yep. So, I mean, I, I think they just got used to it, which is a good thing, right? And and like in the article, it actually references like uh, how they get in. And it's like, it was like, I think it was outdated software or something like that was was one of the ways that they got in that was 
exploiting known vulnerabilities. That's what it was for intrusion. Um, that's kind of what they get in. So what ends up happening is that Ukraine, knowing this, they're like, okay, what do we know that's known out there? Like cert, cert it doesn't have to be cert UA. It could be cert UA or cert EU, cert US. It could be whoever, right? Like all this stuff gets posted. Like it's common knowledge what these vulnerabilities are, what is out there that needs to be fixed, right? So it's just a matter of going to their site and looking at it and Ukraine saying, okay, fix these things, right? Like this is what right. CERT says across the globe, right? Like it doesn't matter which which uh, region uh, we're talking about that are issues. So um, they're getting proficient at it. And I, and it could be, and, and here's the thing, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I know I seem like that sometimes, right? I know I play one on podcasts, right? But, <laughs> but uh, like, it's, this could be one of those things where Russia just may not even have the manning anymore sitting in those rooms doing that stuff, right? So they could just be throwing manpower out on these battlefields in Ukraine, trying to, trying to get a desired result that they're not getting, right? So they're taking these people like, hey, you work for us. I know you sit at a keyboard, but uh, go pick up this gun now. You know what I mean? So it could just, it could be a manpower right. thing. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, it, it's just, it's not going to necessarily get better before it gets worse, right? Because again, they're refining their tactics, techniques, tactics, and procedures as well. They're like, okay, this didn't work, but this will work. And there's a zero day every day. We just don't necessarily hear about it before it's uh, uh, patched or, or fixed. So they're continuously building their lists of like, we can hit this, we can do that. We've done extensive pen testing. And we know that they're on Windows 98 here doing this thing, or the, this system's not completely protected, or they have uh, public facing web servers that are not patched, like the US no fly list got uh, found. I don't know if you can hear that. You hear my dog snoring? Wait up. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, down there killing me right now. She's enjoying but, um, that nap. Enjoying that nap. Man, snoring like a man over here, like a grown man. But um, yeah, there's there's it's a constant spy versus spy game uh, happening. So if if anything, hopefully we're taking this this uh, this information, this data, we can bring it back to the states to protect our infrastructure, our hospitals, our um, critical infrastructure, our whatever, um, by seeing what's being applied on the uh, the current battlefield over there. Not to say that's a good thing. I'm not I'm not saying that. There's no good things that come out of war per se, but we can use these as a case study in order to uh, to kind of shore up our own defenses. And the same thing's happened with a lot of our partners, right? They're also taking this information and, and um, finding ways to better defend um, ourselves versus, from this uh, potentially happening in the future. Like we got like spy balloons and, and stuff floating over, like it's getting wild out here in these streets. <laughs> it's getting crazy. So uh we need as much help as we can get and hopefully um in turn we're giving them um what they need whether it be expertise um in in cyber defense and an office of cyber or just money to update software and hardware um to to stay just you know one step ahead of the uh the uh the bad guys in this situation so um it's definitely not going to get better uh anytime soon but we will become better at defending against it um and we talked about it last week how the the shady side of um, cyber is very much well built and effective and efficient, like a, a any corporation out there. Um, so it's 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 probably cyclical, right? Like they're they're learning from us, we're learning from them, so on and so forth. Um, and it's just for an infinity. Like this will continuously be a, be an issue. Well, we just hopefully it'll just be smaller pockets, and we won't have any 
Colonial Pipelines or JBS or uh, any of those huge swings in the future um, as we continuously learn from these uh, these tactics. And you, and you kind of hit on something there when you, when you were just talking. So like they are getting help from other countries, right? You know, these other countries are sending weapons that are more that are more advanced weapons than what they had, right? So that could free them up. Like when you have, you know, missiles that pretty much guide themselves at the press of a button, right? You free up personnel to to kind of uh, take these preventative measures, you know, for cybersecurity, you know, to protect your your cyber infrastructure. So right, um, that could be that could be to their advantage. They're like, oh well. We just press this button and this missile goes where we tell it to. Fire Z missile, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And we and we've seen like their their drone tech and, and procedures in that re respect is also uh, pretty crazy. But uh, I think we talked about the deep fake stuff. Like they're using uh, cameras and drones to be able to find targets, find people of interest, and things of that nature. So like the, this tech war has escalated exponentially. <laughs> exponentially there you go there's the word um over the past couple of years and it's just getting more and more um uh man for lack of a better term just just advanced like we're we're just so close to skynet it's ridiculous <laughs> like, um so we, we'll see how all of that unfolds in the in the future but I, i'm glad to see that they're not being as susceptible to these attacks as they once were so that's that's definitely a good thing for sure um yeah so with that being said, it's a great discussion. I'm sure we can we can continuously go on. Like there's so much stuff has happened in the past couple of days with um AI, the Chinese spy balloon. Um like I couldn't tie any of that per se specifically to cyber. So I didn't want to talk about the spy balloon and not because we don't know what it, what it was or was not doing. Like they they say it's weather balloon, we say it's a spy balloon. What was what tech was on it? That's still to be um uh declassified maybe 50 years from now. So we we won't know. This this podcast will be on episode fifty thousand and one by the time we find out what was on that balloon. So <laughs> if anything, um, so just keep tuning in. Uh, definitely hit us up throughout the week. So Monday, Tuesday are topics. Wednesday is discussion, and then um, Friday's episode is everything else. So if you want to hear us talk about movies, books, the Super Bowl, because that is going to be today. But you're listening to this in the future, so you know it is what it is. <laughs> But just our predictions and what have you, uh, definitely tune in for that episode. It's going to be uh, a fun time. Hit us up at all of our websites. They go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I am on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Stay safe. Stay secure.